Hello and welcome to In the Crow's Nest. I'm your host, the Political Pirate. Today is December 1st, 2005. This past week, I actually got around 30 emails. I have responded to all of them. For the most part, it seems that people listening to this show are average Joe, which is right where I liked it. All the emails had good things to say, pointing me in direction for news stories. A few were not so nice, but that's why I'm here. Right to free speech. And all feedback is welcome no matter what side of the fence you're on. And if you put your question in, or response in the form of an MP3, send it to me. You might just end up right here in the crow's nest with the pirate. With all that said, you ask pirate, how do I tell you that you suck? Or if you would just want to tell me what you think about the stories or just help steer me to the next story. The email is a new one this week, so I can keep up with the new emails i started a new account just for all your opinions and show ideas to help keep me a little better organized the new email is in the crow's nest at gmail.com which is exactly how it sounds i-n-t-h-e-c-r-o-w-s-n-e-s-t at gmail.com and links to all the stories of this week and stories from past shows can be found at my website, www.inthecrowsnest.blogspot.com. Once again, one more time for that email is inthecrowsnest at gmail.com. So now on to this week's top story. This week, the president was all over everybody's radar. Things seem to be going so bad that the president might actually have to take control of his administration and show up to be president. With the Big Lease case taking almost all of Cheney and his advisors' full attention, the president was forced to take on some of the key issues all by himself. So this week's show is all about the president. First, let's cover the war. President George W. Bush defied rising public opposition to the war in Iraq, pledging he had a clear path for victory and vowing America will not abandon. In a sometimes emotional speech for 45 minutes, Mr. Bush attempts to answer his critics from both sides of the political divide, who are demanding either an immediate withdrawal from Iraq, or at least in more detail, or on just how the U.S. plans to win the war. Here is a short audio clip I put together to give you just the gist of his speech. Terrorists in Iraq share the same ideology as the terrorists who struck the United States on September the 11th. Those terrorists share the same ideology with those who blew up commuters in London and Madrid, murdered tourists in Bali, workers in Riyadh, and guests at a wedding in Amman, Jordan. Just last week, they massacred Iraqi children and their parents at a toy giveaway outside an Iraqi hospital. This is an enemy without conscience, and they cannot be appeased. If we're not fighting and destroying this enemy in Iraq, they would not be idle. They would be plotting and killing Americans across the world and within our own borders. By fighting these terrorists in Iraq, Americans in uniform are defeating a direct threat to the American people. Against this adversary, there is only one effective response. We will never back down, we will never give in, and we will never accept anything less than complete victory. Before a mission in Iraq is accomplished, there will be tough days ahead. A time of war is a time of sacrifice, and we've lost some very fine uh, men and women in this war on terror. 
Many of you know comrades and classmates who left our shores to defend freedom and who did not live to make the journey home. We pray for the military families who mourn the loss of loved ones. We hold them in our hearts. And we honor their memory of every fallen soldier, sailor, airman, coast guardman, and marine. We take the fight to the terrorists. We will help the Iraqi people lay the foundations of a strong democracy that can govern itself, sustain itself, and defend itself. And by laying the foundations of freedom in Iraq, we will lay the foundation of peace for generations to come. You all are the ones who will help accomplish all this. Our freedom and our way of life are in your hands, and they're in the best of hands. I want to thank you for your service to the cause of freedom. I want to thank you for wearing the uniform. May God bless you all. Okay. It is clearest signal yet on troop numbers. Mr. Bush confirmed the U.S. was looking at drawing down troops next year as Iraqi forces took over security. But he made no promises, indicating troop levels could even increase if the situation demanded it. To all who wear the uniform, I make you this pledge. America will not run in the face of car bombers, assassins, so long as your command, as I am your commander-in-chief, he said. Before Mr. Bush had finished his speech, Senate Democratic leader Harry Reid said in a statement that the president had recycled his tired rhetoric of stay the course and once again missed an opportunity to lay out a real strategy for success in the Iraq that will bring our troops safely through. Last year's defeated presidential nominee John Kerry said Democrats were not calling for a timetable for withdrawal, but a timetable for success. Adding troop withdrawal had to be part of that plan because the presence of U.S. troops in Iraq was fomenting the insurgency. What the president did not acknowledge today at all is that the presence of our troops itself is a part of the current reality on the ground that presents food for the insurgency, Senator Kerry said. And you need to reduce the presence over a period of time in order to be able to succeed, not fail. And none of us have suggested a policy that allows the United States to leave a failed state or to withdraw precautiously. Let's understand that in the end, the strategy for exit is in fact part of the strategic implementations for success. It comes amid a slumping pool numbers. His presidential approval ratings are bouncing along a record low of between 34 and 38 percent, while 60 percent of Americans think going to war in Iraq was a mistake. Can we all be wrong? I'll be wrong. 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 But I digress. And uh, on the next uh, war front concerning President Bush, at least it's a war front to me, on Monday, President Bush called for a series of new border security measures aimed at undocumented immigrants. Bush called for stronger border enforcement with high-tech detention systems, larger centers to detain those captured swiftly, proceedings to deport them, and increased policies of illegal immigrants in the interior. Bush also repeated his proposal for a temporary worker program. While many of the Republicans have criticized the proposal, Herbert Fontuz of the Farm Worker Justice Fund praised the guest worker program. Fontuz says it's unrealistic to think that 18 to 20 million undocumented workers are just going to pick up and leave. He went on to say they made their living here and have families here and kids in school. So we need to look at the 
comprehensive approach and provided Doerr an opportunity to get their legal papers in order. But the president faces an uphill battle in the House. Senate to realize his decision of reform, which is drawing intense skepticism from many allies in his own party, who believe his approach is nowhere near tough enough. And in, in coming weeks, the White House must persuade lawmakers to forge several immigration bills differing widely in scope into a single policy that can Bush's call for Congress to enact a temporary worker program is especially contentious with the GOP. The president's proposal would allow foreign workers to enter the country for a fixed period, most likely three years, to fill jobs that are needed by Americans. Well, folks, that's all the time I have for this week. As always, drop me a line telling me what your take is on on all the stories I just covered. Just a rant, or give me a story to cover. Email me at the new address. It's in the crow's nest at gmail.com. And link to the documentation that I use in the podcast can be found along with along with my email address at in the crow's nest This is the political pirate saying, "Love your country, but fear your government." Mm-hmm.